Hello, everyone. Welcome to your Friday Berkshire Hathaway weekly podcast. Today on the show, we'll be joined by Ben Olson, and he'll be talking with us right after this. Real estate can feel a lot like this, but you should expect more when you're buying or selling a home. You should feel taken care of by someone who can turn jitters into ah. Someone with the tools and knowledge to help you find the one or sell yours. We'll take it. Someone who can make real estate feel less like that and more like this. That's Home Services. Berkshire Hathaway Home Services. And we are back in the studio with Mr. Ben Olson. How are you today, sir? I'm doing great. Happy Friday. Yes, Friday, Friday. Always applause for We Friday. finally made it. <laughs> yes. The whole week, the day we've been waiting for is Friday. Yes, big plans ahead this weekend? No, nothing much. Just trying to shield ourselves from the last little bit of cold we're going to have, I think, this year. I know. It's, it seems like, you know, March, it's it's things, we start to think, all right, March, all right, time, spring on, on, the, on the swing, 30s, 40s, 50s are almost here, but uh, but then usually there's a couple times where Mother Nature is like, no, no, we're, we got one or two. Two more big storms ahead for you. Obviously, people in the area know that Fargo got hit hard uh, just a couple days really ago. Really hard. Yep. It's kind of funny when Grand Forks is the tropical paradise of the of the region yeah. versus Fargo. <laughs> yeah, we've been so lucky these last couple of months. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So it's kind of crazy. I guess that kind of relates to to the real estate market. Has been kind of you know lower inventory lately in Grand Forks and in kind of the surrounding areas. Um, it's been really interesting to see the numbers kind of change and almost like be kind of more stagnant. Um, there's just not a lot popping up right now uh, in different price ranges. So um, it's interesting to see like what in the next six months, how the market's going to heat up and change. Yeah, you know, it's interesting you bring that up because with constant changes and all that, we're talking a little bit just right before we went on the air, like thinking possibly next six months may be the best time to list. Right, yeah. So the reason why the the next six months might be the best time to list is it's really the best time in the market for buyers to start looking because people are more motivated, right? And right now, there's a few reasons why that's the case. Number one, I think that that everyone's always concerned about is interest rates. Interest rates are finally starting to level off. So before, interest rates were, you know, of course, like two and a half, three and a half percent. We remember the good old days a year and a half ago, two years ago. Well, now they've risen to about 6.35 is the latest estimate I heard this week at our sales meeting from a lender um, for well-qualified buyers, basically, for that type of rate, um, you know, which is considerably higher. But of course, we've seen higher interest rates than that before in the past, right? Back in the 1980s, there were double digits, right? I think my dad in the 90s even paid like a 9.5% interest rate. These are just things that do happen. So um, I think people are getting readjusted to these new rates and are starting to look at moving. Yeah, so much constant changing in the market from the last couple of years. We're in a whole different landscape just with everything going on in the world the last couple of years, seeing how, hey, a couple of years ago, let's go in one direction. And now it's a whole new different direction. Yeah, especially with you know the monetary policy and everything related to that and interest rates. So it's going to be interesting to see how that affects our season this year. Um, I really think that our high point in our market here in Grand Forks is pretty much March 1st. We're at March 3rd today. Um, it's March 1st, usually until about September 1st. is usually the highest points in the market. So if you're thinking about taking advantage of the highest prices um, that are possibly here to offer, I think that this would be the time to do it. Um, and so I guess the second real reason that's a good time to list is it's a good time to know what your market value is, right? Whether you're going to list or not, honestly. Um, so that one thing that there's two different ways you can do that. Number one, you can do a 
comparable market analysis. That's something that a realtor comes over and does. And that's something that um, uses one year of past comparables and certain parameters to basically measure um, how much your house would be worth in today's dollars. And then I do a couple extra steps beyond that myself um, within that process if you would have me do it. Um, and then the other way to do it is have an appraiser come over, right? So you can pay an appraiser to come over, usually about 800 to $1,200, depending on the size and scope of the appraisal. And they're going to come over and they're going to tell you what value that they think is necessary um, backed on their comps. And it's going to come on what's called a uniform appraisal report. So that's going to come on an actual like report as well. Um, so to Two different ways. One's more um, informal, a little bit more informal, but free method, you know, that allows realtors to come in and value homes. That's how I value homes today. And then you have a more like um, specific method that, you know, the appraisers are going to basically use a lot of more different factors in their report too. And do you find like one, this time of the year, it's about a 50-50 split between those two, between uh, complete market analysis through you or through the appraiser? Or is it kind of lean one way more this time of the year? Well, it really depends. Um, you know, it depends on the property. Right now, we're seeing things still appraising pretty well, um, just based on the fact that the last year, two years have been higher for comparables. So then when things get sold, they're sold higher. And then, of course, you use those comparables to analyze your listing, which is then going to be listed higher, right? So when people see this market happening, this market shift happening, it's not just happening over over one point in time. It's happening over the whole year, basically. Okay. So, yeah, it's kind of interesting to see, you know, how the market changes year over year, especially because we do notice the difference as realtors, for sure. And, like, sales volume, available inventory is huge. And I guess the, another really good reason that it'd be a good time to list in the next six months is that we have really low inventory. Low inventory right now going on. So that's usually, as they say, buy, low, sell, high. That kind of goes similar analogy for, for this right. scenario. I mean, there's, less, there's less homes on the market. So you're just going to have naturally, you're just not going to have as many options for buyers. It's going to push the prices higher because the good listings, the ones that are priced right and nice, are going to get snapped up right away which is just how it is. So you kind of have to play around with the price a little bit. So this is one thing that I do kind of as a trick to help with my comparable market analysis is my market analysis looks at the snapshot from the last year of what kind of went on, right? What I want to look at is what's going on today and in the future, basically. So what I do is I, how everyone else looks at home, it says you go on to Zillow or Realtor.com or any of those websites um, and you look at the list and you look from lowest to highest or highest to lowest, right? You look in a price range and you look compared to the next available property, higher or lower, which one's nicer and which one's not. That's what everyone does. Everyone does that. So what I do is I do the same thing as I take your listing and I see, okay, this is the price that I got from the last year of comparables. And I go to my, I go to my like active comparables and my active comps, basically the things that are listed today or things that are pending today too. That's also important. What, what are things pending? Even though that might not be the sold price, if it's still something as a contract on it and it's a price, it's still good to look at. Where does that fall within that list, right? Should it be higher or lower than this next one? Should it be higher or lower than this one over on, you know, let's say you have a listing on Cherry Street. Should it be higher or lower than the one north of Cherry Street, south of Cherry Street, east, west? Should be, how should we compare these ones? So doing so, this for years and years, you must have like a complete mental checklist through which app or which list or spreadsheets to, to reference and cross-reference to go through orders. Yeah. And you just kind of get that mental trend going on right now. Wait a second, this and this and this and this lining up. Things are looking good right now. Another trick too is to look at the lot value. Like people don't really look like consider that as being an important part. But let's say that you have not a lot of comparables for a certain property that might be unique, but you need to have something to compare it to because you can't just, 
it's unethical to pull a value just out of your butt, right? It's really, if a realtor doesn't offer you some type of, of marketing or some type of comparable market analysis for your property that you're selling, a big red flag, big, big problem here, right? I mean, that's a big no-no. Like you should be asking them for like, hey, what are some comps? Like even a list of comparables are acceptable, but I mean, they should be showing you some data. They should be showing you some things that justify why they're doing the price the way that it is. Partly because you don't want to have too high of expectations for going into listing if you think it's going to be too high priced, right? You got to be aware of the market a little bit yourself. Um, but part of that is just by, you know, where does that listing fit in? Um, and with low inventory, obviously, the nicer your listing, the higher in price, I'm going to put it up there, right? So if it comes in at like 350 and I think that we have wiggle room of 20 grand because the next comparable is 350 but it's a pos right we're gonna put yours up at 370 right we're gonna put yours up just a little bit higher see what we can get maybe we will get offers solicited right away maybe we won't right but at least then we know okay well we're a little bit higher than this crappier one and we're a little bit lower than this one that's really really nice or maybe newer or whatever doesn't hurt just to test the water see like let's hey looks like we're better a little higher bracket than we thought we were well part of this is just by being realistic too as a seller and setting up your sellers for success and saying okay We'll try your price. We'll try this higher price and maybe realistic just to see what happens because you may be surprised. People may just be hot on it and want it and they may be willing to pay for it. Great. But also being realistic that if you do have to reduce price, you have to reduce price and doing it in a scheduled way. So sometimes I say, okay, well, let's try this price for a few weeks, three weeks, a month or whatever. And then if this price doesn't work, let's price reduce. Like, let's see what we can do. But let's not sit on the market at this high price for months and months while things might, you know, get stagnant on your listing, right? I mean, we don't want things to be stagnant. We want things to be happening on it. We want showings happening. So even if you don't get offers right away, as long as you get steady showings, you get people through the door, that's really important, right? And it's word of mouth, too, because, of course, somebody says, oh, I'm looking for houses. Oh, you are? Where are you looking? Oh, I'm looking at this house. Oh, really? How is that? Oh, it's not for us, but it you know, it's, it has this and this and this. Well, maybe those people want to go see it then, right? So getting generating buzz around your listing, even if it's going to be listed for a few months, is still really good. And this has got to be a good time of the year just to generate that buzz because... Well, you can hold open houses. It's going to be nice out, right? Nice. The weather. The weather's huge here for going and looking at open houses and going outside. and Get that vibe that, hey, temps are, like we were mentioning at the top of the show, temps are warming up. Things are going to get only better in a few weeks. And by the time you get all the paperwork done to move in all that, it'll be prime time moving condition weather. Right. Yeah. I guess I'll kind of lead off with, you know, be prepared this year. You know, if you're looking at buying, you're looking at selling, be knowledgeable about your interest rates, right? Go into your multiple banks. The nice thing is that as a consumer now, when you go in to apply for a loan, for a home loan, you get a hard credit pull on your credit. And some people that scares them away from actually even applying. What you need to do is you need to go in and apply for one home loan at one bank. And then if you do it in a certain time period, I think it's like three weeks or a month, you're able to all put that on one hard inquiry and you don't have to make more credit pulls basically on your credit so take advantage of that too that's just number one shop around for the best rate i mean that's really going to help you know that's obviously kind of going along with the number one is shop around for the best rate um and then number two obviously get your get your comparable market analysis you know know what your home is worth it's gonna be super important and then the last part is um obviously realizing that there's low inventory so that might be a challenge for somebody who's buying Obviously, if you're a buyer in this market, it's going to be more challenging, especially a move-up buyer. You know, there's not a lot of inventory right now in certain certain areas. But if you're somebody who can move or who's willing to move and willing to try it, there are somebody who, there's somebody who wants your house. There's somebody who wants your house today, I guarantee you. 
Yeah, there are always people looking, no matter what. It sounds like I, I just love these. I'm learned so much every every time I'm, I'm filling in for for John here. So just an, uh, I like how you recap things. Shop for shop around for best rates. Complete market analysis. Analysis. Get those reports and good time of the year for low inventory. Right. Awesome. So Ben, big weekend plans ahead for you. Nope. Just if anyone has any questions with real estate, call me. I'll be around. So <laughs> yeah. What is the best way for people to reach out and the contact? The best you? way is my cell phone number seven zero one. 318-2676. Other than that, um, I hope everyone has a great weekend, and we'll see you next time. All right. So there you have it. That's your Friday Berkshire Hathaway podcast. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. We hope you all have a great weekend. We'll be back here on Wednesday at 10 o'clock for your next Berkshire Hathaway podcast. Until then, have a good weekend, everybody. Boom. Boom.